Past Due by Alexis Nicole. Being an adult is the most ratchet thing I've ever participated in. It's basically Hunger Games with bills attached at the end of each month. If I would have known that I would spend $63,000 in four years earning a psychology degree, only to end up cleaning rich assholes, cocaine-stained marble, and cum-soaked sheets for $12 an hour, I would have canceled my adulthood subscription right at 17. This was not at all where I pictured myself. Well, I did picture myself in a mansion like this, but not as a guest and definitely not as the help. Holy shit! The closet has stairs! I heard Sasha yell from the back of the master suite. I put down the dust rag I was half-ass wiping glass countertops with and headed towards her voice. The sight of the gigantic two-story luxury closet nearly took my breath away. The walls were immaculately lined with expensive bags and shoes, all color-coordinated and placed in specific order. A spiral staircase sat towards the back corner leading to the second floor where designer garments hung in their designated sections. Sasha emerged from the top level and sauntered down the stairs wearing one of the owner's couture dresses with several other pieces hanging from her arm. Oh, hello, darling. Welcome to my closet. Forgive the mess, darling. I'm having my cleaning girl's fingernails surgically removed to keep them from snagging the Chanel. Sasha's awful impression of a wealthy foreigner was both hilarious and horrifying at the same time. Girl, what the hell are you doing? You can't put on the client's clothes. Oh, sweet, unadventurous Brooke. The universe has given us the gift of Christian Dior and Prada. Trying them on is the only way to show gratitude. Sasha carefully laid the garments she brought from upstairs across an antique chase. She picked up a gold cocktail dress and inspected it one last time before walking it over to me. You would look amazing in this dress. I would look like a can of busted biscuits in that thing. Sasha gave me a mischievous smirk and began to swing the dress back and forth by the hanger. Only one way to find out. We stood frozen for a minute having an old-fashioned staring contest. Sasha had been my best friend since the day we met at freshman orientation in college, and over the years I've been roped into at least 83 different shenanigans, including two near-death experiences. Try it on, try it on, try it on, she chanted in a slight whisper. I took a deep sigh and grabbed the dress from her. I guess this is number 84. I took my uniform off and slid the dress up my body. Sasha zipped me up and walked me towards the full-length mirror on one of the walls. The above-the-knees cap sleeve dress fit my body like a glove, and my eyes danced as I watched it shimmer in the reflection. She was right. I did look good. See, I told you you would look good, she said, speaking my inner thoughts aloud. Now, if I was jewelry, where would I be? Sasha wandered around, opening random drawers. I continued to admire myself in the mirror, gently rubbing my hands up and down my sides. I came across a price tag that was still attached, and the cost made me choke on my own spit. $4,500? Oh my god, get it off, get it off, get it off, get it off, get it off. I charged towards her in a panic. Okay, okay, jeez. I felt her slight tug on the zipper quickly turn into a more aggressive jiggle. Nothing moved an inch. So... Don't be alarmed, but it's stuck. Her words might as well have been German because they were not registering in my brain. What do you mean stuck? It's not stuck. It can't be stuck. Get it off. Get it off now. We struggled for about 15 minutes, which felt like hours, trying to get the zipper to succumb to gravity. I finally felt it slide down my back and I breathed a sigh of relief. What the hell do you two think you're doing? 
A tall, modelesque woman stood at the doorway of her closet with her arms folded. Her body language gave off a mixture of shock and anger as she stared at two strange women half-dressed in her clothes. Imagine walking in your multi-million dollar home and find your cleaning ladies frolicking in your designer dresses that you probably haven't even worn yet. Nonchalantly, Sasha responded, Inventory? An hour later, Sasha and I sat silently in the cold, cramped office of our boss, Joe. In the week and a half we've worked for Above and Beyond Cleaning Service, we had only seen him once, and that was when he reluctantly hired us off of the strength of his daughter, who Sasha had gotten close with at a weekly support group she crashes for free therapy and donuts. He sat in a deadlock stare with both of us as page after page slowly trailed out of the printer on his desk. He gave a heavy sigh as the last piece of paper topped off the pile. He gathered them and tapped them against his desk to straighten them out. He rested them neatly in front of him and folded his hands on top. He took another moment to look at both of us before he spoke. In the last week and a half, you two have managed to rack up 27 complaints from our clients. His tone was that of a judge getting ready to read out all of our charges before sentencing us to life in prison. Unauthorized rearrangement of furniture. Suspicion of using the shower. Theft of fresh-squeezed organic fruit juice. Now wait a minute, Sasha interrupted. That last one is a lie. Ain't nobody still no damn juice. Without a word, Joe swiveled his computer screen around, revealing a video of Sasha inside of a client's kitchen, turning up a glass jug of juice to her mouth. Joe and I both looked at her, waiting for an explanation. That is me. I did not know people had cameras in their kitchen. She sat back in her seat and folded her hands in her lap. At this point, her best option was to be quiet and brace for what we both knew was inevitable. Ladies, I think it goes without saying, but you're fired. I'll need your uniforms returned by the end of the week. Without another word, he returned his attention to the work on his desk. Sasha and I sat still, darting our eyes back and forth between him and each other, waiting for the other to say something. Since Sasha had just been caught in a complete lie, I figured I'd do the honors. We're still getting paid, right? Get out of my office. We gathered up our things in synchronized movements and shuffled out of the office as fast as we could. We knew the routine of being let go all too well and were smart enough to know when not to press the issue. This was the first steady job either of us had had in six months, and after just nine days, we were back to square one. My bad, Brooke. Rich people are sensitive about their shit. I mean, what type of psycho has cameras in their kitchen anyway, I said in a convincing yet sarcastic tone. Right? Fucking excessive, Sasha played along. Losing a shitty cleaning job wasn't anything to panic over. I could try to go back to temp work and Sasha always had creative ways to hustle up whatever we needed. We scraped up enough money between the two of us to catch a lift back to our apartment. When we arrived at our building, we both noticed our landlord making a beeline for our door. We stumbled over each other, trying to get out of the car as fast as we could and catch up to her. She was a stubby woman with even shorter patience and low tolerance for unfortunate circumstances that prevented her from receiving her money. We were on her heels trying to plead our case before she could reach our apartment, but she quickly shut that down without losing stride. Ah, save your breath. You're three months late on rent, and unless you plan on putting $3,700 in my hand right now, y'all gotta go. She slapped a bright pink eviction notice on our door and heavily taped it with packing tape. Each strip pulled from the roll louder than the last. Miss Sims, please give us a few more weeks. I promise we'll get you your money. 
I begged, hoping to appeal to some sort of soft spot. You have two days, and then I'm changing the locks, and everything inside gonna be outside on the curb. She marched off in the opposite direction without giving me or Sasha a chance to negotiate a longer extension. Miss Sams, I tried calling out after her. She completely ignored my cries and continued walking. Damn, where are we going to get $3,700 in two days? No sarcasm this time. This was the exact moment I needed to panic. I could handle missing a few meals for a few days, but homeless was something completely different. We could go back and try to steal that $4,500 dress you had on. I shot Sasha a look to let her know that this was no longer a joking matter. She quickly changed her tune. Or we could come up with a plan. Plans are good. Pacing our living room seemed to be the only way I could think, even though I hadn't come up with